Hey, and thanks for listening. This is Cute Girl Podcast. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Cute Girl Podcast. I'm your host, Bianca. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about getting back on track. And this is something that I had no idea that I could even fall off of. But if anything, from experiences that I've had, falling off of track is very very easy and sometimes it can be very very hard to get back on those tracks um so if you're listening to this episode you might have fallen off of track or you might just be a regular listener but whatever category you fall under what do you do after you've fallen off of track that's what we're going to be talking about in today's episode so before i get into my list of points on getting back on track I'm going to talk a little bit about what caused me to get off of track and how I kind of bounced back from that. Um, During summer of 2021, that was really when I started to um, just experience a ton of like revelation with God. I really started to just like, like I was sticking to reading my Bible every day. I was working out. I was kind of a gym rat, honestly. And I was just like making smoothies. I was going on walks. Like it was a good time. And I noticed right after school started, within a week, I was falling off of track. And I don't think I was aware of how hard I was falling. Um, School started, I started just like having little crushes. And yeah, I mean, what kind of 16-year-old doesn't have crushes? And I got boy crazier by the minute. And that really affected me. And um, it just honestly, like, it showed too. And it showed in my eating patterns, it showed in like my working out routine, like I was not working out as much. And I'm going to talk about my first point a little bit. When I started to get back on track, which was actually in like mid-January, I started reading my Bible a lot more. And when school started, I would actually skip a ton of days of like reading my Bible, which um, I... I made a TikTok about this. Um, I have my TikTok. I'm going to link it in the show notes at B-A-N-K-B-X-B-Y. That's basically my handle for everything, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Um, But I started just kind of skipping days. And I have talked about how it is very, very hard to have a relationship with God without the literal foundation of your relationship with God. I mean, that's kind of like driving a car when you don't know how to drive that's hard I would know I like it was just such a difficult time for me in my relationship with God and I felt like I was distancing myself from God which I was because I wasn't getting into my word routinely um I wasn't like studying it because I think there's a difference between reading and studying your word a hundred percent So I was 5,000% just not giving God my all. Um, And that was something that I wanted to reverse in getting back on track. So I started to become more consistent with my um, Bible reading, which I totally recommend um, a Bible plan. Like a Bible plan really does keep you solid. I use the Bible in 52 Weeks by Dr. Kimberly Moore. It's on Amazon. I think it's like $9.00. Um, I actually love this plan so much. I bought the book a second time, like a month ago. Um, so that way I could like use it again for another year. Um, this book literally just, this is not like a sponsorship, but this book genuinely like changed my, 
like just perception on the word of God. I mean, I used to look at this kind of like a chore, but now like my spirit craves it. Um, and that's something that you'll experience um, in your walk with God. Like I think when I was a baby Christian, like I was not like I would be like, oh, another day. But now it's something that I'm like, woo, another day. It's like it's a real it's a real heart work. And it's it like really put me in a good heart posture, too. Um, and God did a lot of work with me, um, through that book. So if you need a good Bible plan, I really recommend that it's a Bible study for women too, which I love. I love when something like that is just geared toward a certain audience. Um, but yeah, so I will also link that in the show notes. Um, so I started kind of being more solid in my routine, but I also started reading and doing my quiet time a lot more. Um, I have an ESV study Bible, so I kind of like the marginal notes you can really take and really get into, dig into the word of God, um, on the sides and it's just so great. And then I started journaling. So I follow this, uh, account on TikTok and it literally gives you journal prompts. And I like love that because I've always been one for writing. Like in middle school, I really found like my love for writing. Um, anytime my teachers would ask me to do an essay, I remember like, it was not cool to like, it's still not cool to like doing essays. So like my friends would be like, oh, and I'd be like, oh, like I don't want to do this. But girl, I would type so fast because I love essays. Like I truly feel like writing and speech is just a gift that God has given me. Um, and I want to challenge you, like find the gift that God has given you. Um, you can find that by getting closer with him, like getting in, you know, your word. Um, but those are just a few things that I like kind of discovered in my writing was understanding that yes like being able to perceive myself in such an expressional but emotional vulnerable way is a gift um so that really helped me in my quiet time with god coming in with number two working out more and i wanted to be a little bit careful on how i word this and how i shape and frame this because i never ever want to make working out my idol um in the past three months, I've been really getting back into a solid workout routine that I have always had, but like I put it to bed a lot because um, there would be, I, I personally, I've said this on the podcast, I wake up at 4am on um, school days, five days a week, um, because I like to work out before school because I have chronic back pain, like I've always had chronic back pain. Working out just genuinely helps me to relieve that and relieve that kind of pain, that tension, that pressure. And that's always been something that like I've been doing this 4 a.m. routine for a year. And at first it was hard, like anything, um, but genuinely like working out more and like moving the body that God has given me just helped so much. Like I can't even explain it. Um, And a few like examples of how you could incorporate working out more into your normal routine. I know for me. I, when I am procrastinating or I know I have something to do, I will go on social media and I'll open up Instagram. Even like I will switch literally between Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter, like repeatedly. And instead of doing that, try doing a 15 minute workout, do it 10 minute, five minute, like even a two minute workout, like just do 10 squats and move on with your day. But the point is skip those social media breaks sometimes. Um, and maybe substitute that for, you know, like a more efficient use of your time, which could be working out, could be even just stretching, just walking, just taking a few deep breaths. But my point is, is like taking those initiative steps to, um, to kind of working out more could help you in the long run. Um, 
And then another example could be like just enjoying nature, stretching more, and just moving more. Um, I know, like, I'm not really one for resolutions, mainly because I don't know how to keep them for my life. Like, no. And I feel like one really good resolution to make, New Year's resolution, just a regular kind of resolution, moving more. Um, just moving more. I think in the pandemic, like when people were working from home and like, yeah, like that is more understandable now doing school from home, whatever your case was, we were definitely sitting a lot more. Um, and in the pandemic, I think that's really when I started my fitness journey. I really developed like such a good kind of like anticipation for, um, working out now i like i said i do want to be very careful with this because it's so easy to make working out an idol so kind of know your limit know your balance don't overdo it um i know right now i'm working on like building my endurance and eventually i want to get to more strength training um i went to the gym today i did a killer workout which actually going to the gym today was really refreshing because i've not been um in such a long time i was speaking with my aunt about it um she was my workout buddy for today we went to planet fitness here in our town and i have gone to la fitness for a year and just comparing the atmosphere between la fitness and planet fitness is so so crucial and it is so so different um i felt like people in planet fitness were just a lot less present like they're kind of like recording themselves taking pictures um very judgmental i like especially being a curvy girl like it's not easy to go to the gym um without kind of having that anxiety so as we were driving to the gym today i'm like oh like i oh i don't want people looking at me i don't whatever so we got checked in did whatever and i noticed i'm like wow everyone around me like no one's looking at me everyone's just kind of here to do their workout get it done go home and move on um and i really like that i think it's very easy to build a toxic kind of relationship with working out which was why i really wanted to um just kind of point out solid points but be careful on how i word those points um but that would be my my second point genuinely working out more has a ton of benefits and honestly taking care of the temple that god has given us is just so so crucial and so so important um and i like genuinely i've built such a good relationship with working out um so i don't know if you do work out great kudos to you and if you don't maybe give it a try um it could definitely benefit you a ton point number three and point number two are honestly best friends eating right is so so important and it's not just important for your physical health but your mental health your emotional state um your physical state but um one Thing that i did a lot when i like started to kind of eat right was just like more good carbs um i think it's so like easy to be taught that like rice and potatoes and starch and what like that it's bad for you and i'm obviously not an expert and i don't want to act like i know it all don't take my word for it definitely read into it um but i had to realize that i can't always take other people's advice on it which is kind of ironic ain't it that i'm literally telling you that but i'm contradicting myself um i finally i do it a lot on this podcast i'm just like oh do this but don't do that like anyways uh, um so i honestly would follow other people's advice a lot so currently right now i'm meat and dairy free i've been meat and dairy free not entirely but for the most part for about the last like year and a half going on two years 
and it at first obviously was not easy but I would uh speak with other people and I would have family members that say yeah like meat works really well for me dairy works really well for me and then other family members that would kind of be on the fence about it and then others who were like no absolutely not so it was kind of like a yes no or maybe and I really had to determine between those three categories what category I fell under um personally for me I love chipotle and I get it probably like once a month once or twice a month and I noticed anytime I would get sour cream on my lifestyle bowl literally I would I don't mean to be disgusting or TMI but I would have the runs and let's just keep it at that (laughs) but literally it was so awful and I'm telling my Mimi I was telling my sister because those are my chipotle gals and I'm like guys, I don't know if I should get sour cream anymore. And they're like, why it's so good? And I was like, I don't know, but it's just having an effect on me. And they're like, well, what kind of effect? And then after I shared, they're like, ooh. And I think one after one other time after that uh, initial talk, I got it. And again, the same thing. And I was like, yep, this is it's time. It's time. So I still get cheese on my lifestyle bowl, um, which I've talked about my Chipotle obsession in like, I think it was my talking about whatever episode so definitely listen to that if you want to hear me ramble Uh, i'm sure you don't but i definitely had to understand good and bad food because what works for you what works for ashley will not work for emma ashley and emma are two different people and with two different needs i was also talking about this with my aunt um my aunt literally like if I tell her like, hey, I have a cold and she's like, okay, here's a supplement. Like, and it's not, it's not in a bad thing. Like I, like a lot of people prefer to kind of take a supplement, um, you know, for things that we might, might not even think about. Um, but she was telling me like, I have a sore throat right now, which I feel like I'm going to wake up sick tomorrow. Let me just say, she's like, take vitamin C, take and, and just take some zinc and C. Um, but understanding that like, kind of taking that approach sometimes could be beneficial because we not all of us need the same things for example i am vitamin d deficient so i take vitamin d supplements i take soft gels every morning um but you as a listener you might be i don't want is calcium deficient like a term i don't know maybe it is like in a medical book i'm going into medical school i need to know these things anyway but (laughs) Um, if you're a person that you might need calcium or you might need iodine, like you and I might not have the same needs. And that's why I think it's so important dietary wise to determine what you need, what you don't need, what you need more of, what you need less of. Um, and that comes a lot with observation. Like you genuinely have, it's a lot of observing. It's a lot of understanding okay this is what my body likes this is what my body doesn't like and my body you know it's a lot of that um and then another thing that I kind of did was making more enjoyable meals for myself like putting more time into making dishes and savoring them um I my favorite favorite lunch ever is Italian grilled chicken and avocado toast (sighs) Oh, when I'm telling you, when I'm telling you that that dish releases serotonin into my system, it truly, truly, truly does. It's just so good. I mean, it's like crispy, it's creamy every time. I can't believe I just, all right. Um, I could make a whole episode on that one like dish, by the way, but for the sake of time, I won't. But when I learned that food and 
eating is not all about inhaling and like who can eat the fastest because there was a time in my life where I just did not have a good relationship with food. Um, I feel like especially around my period, like I feel like I'm inhaling everything and sometimes it takes that kind of humbleness and that humility, that also accountability to just say like, yo, slow down, chill, you know? Um, as I noticed that eating pattern in my diet, I noticed that when I made dishes, when I kind of made those things, but also putting more time into those things, like taking time to add the spices, to measure, um, to saute them, uh, to grill them, to just flip it over. And it sounds weird. I know it sounds weird, but honestly, that helped me develop such a better relationship with food. Um, that also helped me with like making my own lunches for school. Um, I've been making my own lunches for school legit since I was in fourth grade. <laughs> That's a flex. That is a flex because um, I know so many like people that are like, my mom packs my lunch for me. Y'all come on. Like, do your parents a favor. Just pack your own lunch. <laughs> but no shade. If your parents like packing your lunch, hey, your parents like packing your lunch. Um, but when I noticed when I would make my own lunches for school, like I could make it to my liking. Um, because one thing that used to annoy me was when my mom would make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, which are my favorite kitty sandwiches, she would never ever cut the crust. And she wouldn't do my dinosaur shape either. And I was like, Mom are you kidding me? I don't do dinosaur shapes anymore. But when I was at the age where I was doing dinosaur shapes, she would not do it. She would not do it to my ability. No, I'm just kidding. But I I love my mom. I do. And she just like, she did it to her, you know, thing, but there's always little like tweaks that we want. Um, and that comes with savoring it and really putting your own time and your own kind of, um, decisions into it. Um, that did those last like few points did sound weird, but genuinely eating right just caused me to get back on track, but most importantly caused me to develop a better relationship with eating right. My last point will not come as a shock, but setting boundaries is incredibly important. And I'm going to read a few examples that I wrote in my uh, podcast script that could uh, like essentially help y'all. Um, because one mistake that I made a lot in my past friendships, and even now, and this is something I'm still trying to work on, is being bold in my friendships. Um, by being bold, I mean, if I was mad, I would never, ever voice it. Um, that caused a ton of resentment to, like, build up in a lot of my past friendships, too. Um, and, like, I genuinely had to learn that, like, if I have certain things that bother me that you do need to bring those up. Um, excuse me. Not only do you have to bring those up, but you do have to voice that. Because let me like just say, um, my best friend, Isabel, she's, I, I know she's listening to this and hey girl, I love you so much. And, um, she is like, li- like she knows me so well. Um, like she knows when I'm not good and she's like, Hey, like, are you okay? Um, and I try to do the same as much as I can. Um, but sometimes, we're not good mind readers like us as humans we're not um and that's hard sometimes like like we're just so imperfect like we just don't know um voicing your emotions in your friendships are so so incredibly important and they are so so incredibly crucial um communication is key and i will always say that um because like i have been in so many friendships and i like not to bring relationships into it but relationships that not that I wanted those 
friendships or relationships to kind of succeed on because you know I'm thankful for just certain experiences that I've had with people and things but we probably could have worked it out or squashed it in that time um had we communicated and that's incredibly important um just to like you know like just to understand and just to know that like communication is a thousand and five percent key you do have to communicate sometimes um whether that be in your family relationships in your work relationships co-workers communication is key because we're not mind readers um and my second point is filtering my circle i i'm a person that i know a good amount of people and that's not a flex it's just it's a fact um and i noticed that I really only hang out with like two or three people like honestly I really only do um and that's just me personally but not that there's anything wrong with having a big friend group me personally big friend groups have never worked for me um just because I like I feel like there's always drama there's always drama you know um and that's just that's again that's my experience because you listening you might have been in this experience and you might have a good friend group um if if that is you kudos to you congratulations I'm so happy for you um but filtering my circle just genuinely changed uh my life and just kind of how everything wired around it um like I think it's perfectly fine to love people from a distance, honestly. It's perfectly okay and it's perfectly fine. It is okay to love people from a distance, let me just say. Because there have been some people that, like, essentially I didn't, like, want to let go of our friendship. um, But I, you know, I had to do what I had to do. And, like, God definitely does have his good timing and his timing is perfect. Like, I will forever say, like, I'm so thankful that God did pluck me out of certain friendships when he did because like honestly at the time I'd be like no lord like they are the friend that I want he's like trust me you don't um and like that genuinely just helped me to filter my circle a ton just because diet is more of what you're eating and it's more of what you're drinking it's more it's a lot of who you're spending your time with um what you're doing in those you know blocks of time I mean it's incredibly essential um to filter your circle I'm not saying cut everyone off but you know I mean learn to understand and know when to keep a distance from certain people um and that would just be my advice for that point um but also two more (laughs) points that I have I had to really unlearn the yes man behavior if I truly wasn't okay with it the yes man behavior and I feel like we only talk about that with dudes, which like nah, the yes man, nah, whatever. But we like as humans, we often find ourselves agreeing to things that we don't want to do. Definitely be helpful, you know, like be the person that God has called you to be. Be helpful, be understanding, be sincere, um, you know, like be that hospital for the broken. But also like I always gave into peer pressure. Like, I always gave in to, like, if uh, my friends wanted me to, what's, what's like, an example of what would happen? I don't know, like, if my friends just wanted me to do something that I wasn't okay with, um, like, in my middle school years, that was just a, a huge problem. Then that was something that I struggled with a lot, and I wasn't okay with it, but of, of course, like, I did it for people's comfort. Um, and this can also just look like, like, subtle things, too, like, there would be times where some of my guy friends would say like inappropriate jokes like 
guy friends at the time and they would say inappropriate jokes or you know just things that i didn't really find funny but i didn't want to hurt their feelings so i'd laugh do not do that just for a person's ego i mean come on sorry i'm fiddling with my nails so that's why it's like you know but don't do that like i promise you hurting a person's ego just like because you don't think their joke is funny like i promise it's not the end of the world like truly if you are not okay with that kind of you know like understanding that like you have to kind of like yes be the person that god has called you to be but you're finding that balance you're finding the balance between that yes man behavior too and also that understanding that disagreements are my last point which this is my last point i mean whoa i jumbled that understanding that disagreements are okay this is my last point but i like had to take this into account so bad um because i would think it would be the end of my friendships the end of my family relationships if i didn't agree with someone or if they didn't agree with me understand that we live in an imperfect world like we are gonna have disagreements um i've had disagreements with some of my best friends and that's like at the time it's like oh like i wish we could agree but i don't want to fold or they don't you know whatever but also disagreements are perfectly okay you're not going to agree with everything even in a marriage that's not that's no that's not the case like there have been like friendships that i've had of years and we've disagreed but does that stop us from being friends no because disagreements are perfectly normal and they're perfectly okay um and like understanding that that's healthy is a good thing um in certain cases of course uh and it's important to know like when those disagreements are healthy and unhealthy because i understand some disagreements can be unhealthy but disagreements are okay like you're not going to agree on everything um and that's okay but just you know not taking it like so like oh my gosh they disagreed so like i can't be associated with them like no like understanding that it's okay it it's normal it happens um but finding that difference so that is my episode on getting back on track and of course there are so many things that could happen on getting back on track but me personally these are just a few kind of things that i took away from experiences but even if you're just listening to this episode and maybe you have a friend that is falling off of track send this episode to them not as a self-promo i promise but you know i like I don't think we talk about getting back on track enough. I think our generation is a lot about like being your best self and like being the it girl and whatever. And it feels good, but when are we going to talk about getting back on track? You know, especially mentally, physically, emotionally. There's so many aspects too. So um, I'm really glad that we got to have this discussion today. Um, And yeah, it's, I can't believe it's already March. I mean, I'm recording this on March 22nd, but I cannot believe it's already March. Like that is insane. I feel like this year just started. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited for next week's episode. I talk a lot on confidence, a lot on just body image, um, all things that I've struggled with. So, um, on that note, I really hope y'all enjoy this episode and I will see you in the next.